0: Okay, hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Engineered Human. Uh, my name is Shamanathus, your host, and today I'm joined by my good friend Salem. And the topic of conversation is on a growth mindset. Um, what is a growth mindset? Why is a growth mindset important? You know, we'll go through some some examples um, of applications with growth mindset and at the very end, and most importantly, how can you develop a growth mindset if you don't have one right now? You know, what are the actions that you can put in place today for your life uh, to get there? So without further ado, Salem, thank you very much for joining me, my friend. Um, It's a a pleasure to have you here. Um, Please, if you wouldn't mind, I'm sure the audience would love to know a little bit about you before we jump into things.
1: Awesome. Thanks, uh, Sean, for having me. Appreciate you taking the time to chat and, and giving me the platform. Um, so hi everyone, my name is Salim. I am a fourth year JDMB student at Osgoode Hall Law School and the Schulich School of Business. So I'm currently studying a dual degree program um, and I'm specializing in finance and strategic management. Uh, I am an aspiring corporate lawyer and have an interest in various areas of corporate commercial law, um, including mergers and acquisitions, private equity, capital markets, uh, technology and corporate governance um and uh um i i did my bachelor of business administration from the university of toronto where i actually met sean yeah. i believe you met at the gym uh, <laughs> and i'm i'm super passionate about uh youth empowerment and really try to mentor high school and undergrad students and you know a little bit about me other than that is love going to the gym traveling playing sports soccer specifically um, so that's a little bit about me for your listeners
0: Amazing, amazing. Well, yeah. Again, Salim, thank you so much for joining, uh, joining me here today. So, you know what? Let's let's kick it off right away. So, again, today's topic of conversation is a growth mindset. Um, so, to you, what what? How do you define a growth mindset? I
1: think a growth mindset um, is kind of uh, an attitude okay uh an attitude that you approach your life with and mm-hmm. that attitude is one that of of self-belief of okay. confidence of setting goals mm. um and trying to achieve them and 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 i think one of the key elements of a growth mindset is resilience
0: okay
1: and um and 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 i think all those <laughs> tied into together um formulate a growth mindset uh and um And I think the first time I heard of this concept Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, was probably in university when I was trying to apply to internships. Okay. And um, as you know, like the business program at UTM and many other programs, they have so many different sessions, Mm -hmm. um, networking Mm -hmm. sessions, personal development sessions and whatnot. And most students were kind of discouraged from going there because they're not for marks and there's so many of them (laughs) and we don't know if they're going to be helpful or not. And, yeah. uh, and you know, everyone's really busy, right? You yeah. have a demanding uh, schedule and lots of other things going on. Um, and so one time I went to one of them and I remember um, there was one of those speakers who was just chiming in and saying that it's important to have a growth mindset when you're approaching recruitment. Um, you don't need to, you know, uh, think that if you get an interview, you don't get it. It's the end all be all. Or if mm-hmm. you're reaching out to someone for a coffee and it doesn't pan out or it doesn't give you a job. Um, doesn't mean it's the end of the world you know you mm-hmm. might get other benefits you might get some insights from that person mm-hmm. you might get another opportunity you might get experience mm-hmm. and so um it really resonated with me because I, I felt like there the same person yeah. could go through the same situation yeah. but get so much more out of it so you, for example the coffee chat example Mm-hmm. One person who can go, they have a coffee chat with someone, send them a message on LinkedIn, say, "Hey, I'm interested in at your company. do you have, have a few questions mm-hmm. give me some insight. They go chat with the person. The person didn't wasn't really helpful. Yeah. Either they didn't give yeah. them insights or they weren't able to connect them with anyone or they just know value, you know, and that happens quite a lot in life, right? Yep. Um, I worked in sales. A lot of times you approach someone, doesn't pan out. Yeah. So one one attitude from that situation is you can come out and be like, "Oh, waste of time. Should have been, you know, better in choosing this person." Yeah. Um I knew it wasn't going to pan out anything. So that's one way of approaching it. The second okay. way, if you if you approach it with a growth mindset, you're like, "You know what? I had s- I learned something. Well, that person mm-hmm. wasn't, but maybe they can connect me with someone else."
0: There you go. Maybe
1: uh, you know, I I di- I didn't do too well in that coffee chat or that interview because, um, it was my first time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now I know what it's like. And so mm-hmm. maybe if I do another one, I'll have a different outcome
0: Yeah.
1: or, you know, um, and so that's just one example of a, of a growth mindset. And I think that this really can, can apply to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, one of the most important determinants of success, uh, whether it's in your career whether in your personal life whether family whether relationships is your attitude and if you have a positive attitude um and you're resilient ge- generally speaking you will get a positive outcome
0: at some I love point it. i love it and and i think it for, for me as well you know my perspective on a growth mindset is what you said resilience you know is not is not taking things as is and then saying, okay, this is how it is. And I think the the flip side to a growth mindset is a fixed mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Is okay, I was born with these, you know, this set of talents. Or I went to school and I studied this. And so now this is all that I can do. Or I'm going to try, okay, I'll try something new. Oh, I'm not good at it right at the bat. That means I'm never going to be good at it. You know, and Mm -hmm. that type of thinking, like to your point of what you described is you have a, you know, you go into a sales call, it doesn't go so much. If, If you take that as face value, that's it. Any opportunity dies right there. But with a growth mindset, as you described, you can, you know, create opportunity that might not have been there in the first place.
1: Absolutely. And I love the point about the the talent. I'm I'm really happy you brought that up Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of people um, in society in general really focuses on talent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know in the sports industry, this is definitely there where it's Mm -hmm. like this person is so talented Mm -hmm. and I definitely encountered that while I was playing soccer and I, I was trying to take it seriously I played mm-hmm. for a semi-pro team. I was, you know, trying out for varsity, play varsity at UTM and I and, and div one. Yeah. And I know that all the time people would refer to certain players as talented, mm-hmm. but what I realized through my own personal experience um, and I actually wrote an Instagram post on this a really okay. long time. Um, and I said, talent is overrated. Mm-hmm. And I still really believe in that because I think that, you know, sure certain people are born with certain talents certain people uh developed certain talents and they have an edge over the competition and they have an edge they may have an edge over you
0: mm-hmm. but that's
1: not the end all be all
0: exactly uh,
1: and the truth is there are so many so many examples of people that uh, were talented and let their talents go to waste and so many examples of people who had so little talent mm-hmm. but through consistent effort mm-hmm. um, and through having a growth mindset and putting themselves out there and, and working hard were able to develop their skills to a point that they um you know surpassed all those talented people um maybe an example like mm-hmm. even even applying this to myself
0: yeah
1: yeah i have never almost never in my life heard mm-hmm. that i was a talented soccer player mm-hmm. i have never heard anybody be like salim you're so talented i've never ever heard that word but people wanted me on their teams yeah and and you know when i when i would try out 90% of the time I'd make the team and mm-hmm. uh, and and I, I really think the only reason for that was because I had that uh, the hard worker mentality. I, yeah. I wasn't a fancy player. Yeah, I yeah. never did the amazing tricks. My body didn't even suit that. I'm I'm yeah. I'm around six foot, um, one ninety six pounds, right? Yeah. So you know I'm not going to be uh Neymar or Messi, one of those like <laughs> really quick players who like dodge through defenders. But I I, yeah. I work with what I have, and I worked extremely hard. Um, and For maybe sure. I could share a, a small story, please. Um, and I think it touches on resilience. Mm-hmm. It was my first year at UTM um i had been working out regularly i w- I was trying to eat a little cleaner mm-hmm. um you know i was in i was just my first year in university so you know you're, i'm trying to make the school team like mm-hmm. that was my one of my mm-hmm. number one goals yeah uh and so i went to the utm tryouts i made it through the first tryout. i made it through the second trial the third tryout. um mm-hmm. by the third trial like people know who's going to kind of be on the team mm-hmm. and it was a scrimmage between the existing team yeah and the new up and coming students and or like up and coming players, and it's the idea is just to see who stands out. And I play striker, so I'll, you know mm-hmm. my my job is to just score goals. And in that scrimmage, I think there was a total of like four goals scored, mm-hmm. and I scored two of them. Wow! For my side, I remember I scored a header, and I scored a uh, a goal with my uh, right foot. And I remember thinking like, you know, I got this in the bag. You know, I'm 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 good. I'm safe. Mm-hmm. I scored two goals. I'm really excited. You know, my effort paid off, mm-hmm. and 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 just to give a little background, my older brother Ibrahim mm-hmm. was actually uh, also a varsity basketball and soccer player. He okay. played basketball and soccer. There was no varsity team at the time. It was 2004, and so there, there you know there was this legacy yeah. <laughs> I had to uphold, <laughs> um, and 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 the list came out the next day, and I was left off. Mm. And Iron Brow was very, very disappointed. And you know, uh, automatically, yeah. People, you know, when when you're kind of immature in those situations, your automatic response is, ah, oh, you know, it's uh, it's politics, yeah, or it's uh, you know, haters, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> or
1: you know, like they don't understand the talent. And I, I truly do believe that they didn't recognize my talent, mm-hmm. or they, they weren't able to see the the positives. Sure, mm-hmm. um, but. It was a great opportunity, and I could have, you know, been sad and sulked about it. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, this is a challenge. Yeah, um, I'm going to work really hard this year. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to play for an organized team. I, at, up until that point, I didn't really play with a legitimate, really organized team,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: think that was probably one of the reasons why I wasn't chosen, frankly.
0: Yeah, and so I had yeah. to
1: work on certain areas in my game, whether yeah. it was fitness, whether it was my left foot, um, whether it was my aggression.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, and I think uh, you know you might have seen me in the gym. Through that Absolutely. whole year, and every opportunity, every yeah. opportunity I got to play soccer, I would be there. Yeah. Um. Sometimes sacrificing my school, but it was just a big goal <laughs> yeah. on me, and it was yeah. it was a great it's a great story because the next year, when I was in tryouts, yeah, I remember by the second tryout, mm-hmm. um, I was just dominating. Like not d- Dom. I don't want to like boost too much, but I was yeah. playing really well, holding off defenders, scoring a bunch of goals. And yeah. I remember at the third tryout. W- literally the coach comes and 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 pulls me to the side Mm -hmm. and tells me i want i want you to join the first team and so i went i went from not making the team my first year to the second year starting game of the season i was in the starting 11 lineup of the first team like there's two teams right there's the uh there's the they've 1 team and the Tri-campus team so you know one and two the first team, I was starting in the first team which was phenomenal yeah um and i remember some people had like their doubts or, or were like you know why is this guy here mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. think i ended up proving myself in subsequent years but uh, it's just a little story about how um you know the, a growth mindset can lead you to a positive outcome amazing and i thank
0: you for sharing that because I think it's really through stories like that where people can really grasp and understand these concepts and that was you know beautiful you had the problem and the solution right there and and that's a classic example right if you extrapolate that to for example people applying for post-grad uh, masters or applying for jobs you know or, or anything in life it's like if you get a no That no doesn't mean forever, first off. And I love what you said is, you know, there's a little bit of that immaturity and it's human nature. I think Mm -hmm. regardless, even for me today, if I do something and I really want it and I get a no, I'm like, oh man, you know, the world's out to get me in some small way. Even (laughs) though I'm like, okay, what really did I do wrong that I can improve on? But like you said, it's, it's looking at what can I do better? Because if you, I find the problem is if you blame other people, then you relinquish your control over the situation. And you're effectively saying, okay, so the power of of me maybe making the team still lies in their hand the next year. Whereas you said, no, what did what you know, what can I do to improve myself so that I can potentially make the team last year? And that's really what makes the difference, is because now you are empowering yourself to say, it's within my control to fix this.
1: Mm-hmm. I really, really like that. And it reminds me of um, uh, the key idea of Stoicism, mm. which is something I've just been researching recently. Oh, I uh, and I think it was, if I remember correctly, I don't remember exactly who it was that said this, but it was something like everything in your life, mm-hmm. the, the, you should have a view that everything in your life fits mm. into two buckets. Mm. The, s- things you can control. Mm-hmm. and things you can't control mm. and so when things happen that you can't control yeah your reaction should be minimal mm. because you can't control it. so you you <laughs> need to only focus on the things you can control
0: yeah.
1: um and i think you you know kind of summarized that in what you just said so
0: it's it's fantastic it's it's that's so important right it's like I mean, everyone's, everyone's guilty of it, but you nailed it right on the head. Like if, if something is not in your control, why are you spending time, energy, resources, you know, worrying about it because you're only doing yourself harm versus there mm-hmm. are you know, so many other things you can put, put those resources towards, um, which is in your control to make a positive, you know, positive difference in.
1: 100%. Um, I think that's, Sir, go ahead. No, 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 I was done. Uh, I'm saying, and that's one of the reasons why the growth mindset is important, because Mm -hmm. when you focus on the things you control, it's important because it helps you take concrete steps to tap into your potential, Mm -hmm. to achieve your dreams, to make them come into reality. Yeah. Um, And that's so powerful and and so rewarding. Uh, So why would you not want to have a growth mindset? mindset? (laughs) Exactly. You know, I think
0: when I'm, when I've I've thought about it a little bit, at least to me, sometimes what I feel because I've, you know, been there is people like to almost pity themselves because mm-hmm. then it, it absolves them of responsibility. It's like, well, I can't control this, even if they can, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to blame other people for it. But when you when you take that responsibility, now it's on you to fix it. But everyone can do that, you know everyone it's it's in our power to do that it's just do we choose to or do we not choose to
1: and i think the flip side of that is is in this release to growth mindset is to approach everything that you want to do everything in your power mm-hmm. to change the outcome but mm-hmm. if not then you've done everything you can And you've tried your best and then you can live without regret. And I think that's the kind of the the approach I have is like, you know, if I apply for this thing or if I try my hardest and if I don't, then I tried my hardest and (laughs) I have no regrets. But if you don't, then you'll always have uh, that, you know, nagging feeling, but uh, you know, in the back of your mind. Um, And that's not a nice feeling. That's the feeling of regret or the feeling that I could have done better or I could have tried harder um but also you Mm -hmm. know you know even if you do have that you also need to move on like frankly um focus on the present and try to move forward instead of focusing on the past because that can be debilitating
0: absolutely so so i think this would be a great segue into Mm -hmm. i guess the final component of the growth mindset uh for people listening into is so let's say someone's right listening to us chat right now and they realize, you know what, I actually have quite a quite a fixed mindset right now. Um, I don't think of too much possibility or I don't, you know, look at the opportunity. Is there any, you know, immediate steps that jump to your mind where someone could finish this podcast and say, okay, this is something that I could do right now to help me move towards a growth mindset? Mm-hmm. There
1: are definitely... Uh, I think just at the outside, I'd like to say that this is a long-term process mm, like and that, that it, 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 it's, it's a, it's also a work in progress. Like you'll never, you'll never reach perfection, but I think mm-hmm. it takes a lot, a lot of time to build that mindset. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, after you know practicing it over and over again mm-hmm. and you know being faced with challenges and pushing through it and then getting a good outcome that mm-hmm. loop mm-hmm. If you keep doing that loop over and over and over again mm-hmm. i think that strengthens the mindset so i think first you have to recognize those situations when they happen mm-hmm. so when you hit it when the failure hits or you get really disappointed you need to recognize that situation and then try to yeah. kick in that response whether yeah. it's verbal I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are fans. I personally don't do verbal, but uh, actually I have done it before, yeah. but I, I don't, it's not like my main method, but one of the things you can do is recognize your inner mind that this okay. is just a temporary thing. This is a setback and that, um, I'm going to overcome it Yep. and, um, I can improve mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm going to come back stronger Yep. and so, and then, and then apply it and then do the work. Because that's a missing piece. You know, like yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk, all these people are like, you got to do the work. Like that's, <laughs> that, there's no shortcuts about it, right? Like exactly. you're faced with a bad mark. You're, you're, you know, you're off the soccer team. You, 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 you do poorly in an interview. You got to go back, recognize that situation. Okay. Then come up with strategies, whether yeah. it's, you know fine tune my resume skills fine tune my interview mm-hmm. um uh, work on my soccer fitness or whatever, whatever it is yeah and then yeah. Uh, and then apply do the work and then get the result if you don't get the result do it again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And until you do get the result and keep doing that over and over again i think by that t- by, by the time that loop happens yeah. um multiple times you you really feel um a sense of power and yeah. empowerment
0: yeah
1: and uh, over time that'll come so I think for me, like one of the first examples was soccer.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I think after that was probably elections. As you know, I was very involved in in student government. Yeah. And I tried to run in a number of elections and um, some I lost, unfortunately, some I won. Um, And when I lost, I kind of was like, it was very disappointed, of course, but I was like, you know what? it's okay. There's, there's something, uh, a door closes, another door opens and yeah. there's something around. And and I learned a lot and, you know, I put myself out there and I built connections and, 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 and many times that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I remember like now off the top of my head, I remember I, I applied for a position at the student management association, which mm-hmm. is the academic society for the management program. Yeah. And I applied for a vice president. I went through an interview and, you know, the executives would vote on, and i lost and i remember being like really disappointed because mm-hmm. i really wanted to take part And i was essentially out of the organization at that point like i right. applied I so i'm out i was part of them for a year i was hoping to get a better role now i'm out completely yeah out. yeah and i was disappointed and then the next year i was elected as vp finance of the utm athletic council yeah. which was a paid position <laughs> and a campus-wide <laughs> position yeah with yeah. so many perks like sitting on Uh, the Quality of Services Students Committee where, you know, deans, all the heads of each department were sitting on. So great access. Um, I was uh, on the Council of Athletic Recreations for all three campuses. So I had to go downtown. Also meeting with, um, you know, established people um, Mm -hmm. or university administration, uh, individuals from the university administration. And and not only that, having a great time. Like I was at soccer games. uh, We went on retreats. We had uh, just so many events. Athletic banquet. Oh, you know, my was, gosh. Was just a great time overall, and I was getting paid. Yeah. And I wasn't even getting paid a small amount for, like, yeah. a student. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, like, things like that always happen, and I can go on and on about certain situations like that. But I want to take it back because that's just one thing. I think mm. another thing you, you need to do, and I think you've done a great job of this just by me focusing or following you on Instagram and mm. Facebook, is – trying to consume as much content on this mm. topic as possible yeah yep. whether it's psychology blogs positive psychology a great podcast i would recommend is the psychology podcast it's a okay. little bit academic it can be a little nerdy mm. but it's meant to it's meant to, uh, the the host is uh, professor scott barry kaufman at okay. the university of pennsylvania and he's known for his work on creativity Okay. But he brings guests from all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, areas of psychology and they uh, and he tries to gear them towards providing tangible um, actions that listeners can take. Got it. So that's just one, you know, one example. Another thing is is just, uh, you know, reading books, whether it's power of habit, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, you know, sales books, resilience, uh, leadership. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And you'll find some amazing insights from those books. Cause I'm a big even motivational speaker sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I know there, you know, some people might look at these <laughs> things and be like, ah oh, man, that's like so outdated or so yeah. dumb or like yeah. what the but believe me, um, if if you learn one nugget that really re- resonates with you and yeah. pushes you, yeah, uh, that's enough. And and you know, there's a lot of there's videos that I've watched where people were talking about their morning routines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or something like that. I was like, wow, that's a great point. And I started applying them and I started seeing results. Um, and, and, and be humble, be really humble. Like a lot mm-hmm. of times I think we live in an age where sometimes social media can get you quite arrogant or, you know, for sure. your successes are all in front of you for sure. And so you feel like, um, you know, I don't need to learn more. I don't need no, be humble. There's so many things that you can learn from people um mm-hmm. and, and you can grow even if even if you have a great deal of success now you don't know what you can learn from from someone that might change your life and make it even better amazing um, and so one thing i read the the other day yeah. that I don't, I've don't. i read it a billion times. It's mm-hmm. one of those quotes on the walls of Good Life Gyms. Okay. And I read it, and it just resonated with me just one time. It's the same thing. I've read it a hundred times, but just mm-hmm. one time you might read it at a particular time
0: mm-hmm. or a particular
1: moment of your life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it just resonates with you. Uh, and that quote was, exercise is a form of self-respect. Wow. So Love that. Love that. So with me, this pastime, as probably a lot of your listeners can relate to, it's yes. been really challenging um, in mm-hmm. terms of fitness, right? A mm-hmm. lot of the gym has been closed, this, that. And it's easy to come up with excuses. It's easy to not hold yourself accountable. And I read that quote at this moment. I was like, yeah. you know what? That's true. I really need to res- respect myself, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> by exercising and taking care of my body. And so, you know, the last two weeks, I've been really um, trying my best <laughs> to get my uh, – you know, nutrition in and, and training and whatnot. So Fantastic. Um, definitely try to consume as much content as possible. Salam, so, um, man, so much
0: wisdom and fantastic advice right there. Um and I think to me, like one way I'd summarize all of that is take what Salem has said and apply it. Because I think the one of my main takeaways is what you said is, you know, sometimes can sometimes people can hear this stuff and they're like, oh it's you know very fluffy and or high in the sky. But the only time that is the case is when you, you know, is when you don't actually apply it. But for the people (laughs) who are applying it, the results speak for themselves. Like, it's very simple, you know? It's... The problem is if you just read motivational content or frameworks or listen to these podcasts and then you go on your day without changing anything, then nothing will ever change. But if you actually take it and apply it in your life, you'll get the results.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: So, Salam, I just want to – yeah, sorry, were you going to say something? No, no, I said
1: absolutely, completely agree with you. The yeah. proof is in the pudding, right? If you apply it, <laughs> you do the hard work. Um, if you take those insights and apply them, you will get the results. But if, if you just listen to them and, you know, it comes in one ear, comes out the other. Um, exactly. Chances are you won't get anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So Salim,
0: I just want to say again, a very big thank you to you for uh, joining me on the podcast today. Um, fantastic content. You touched on so many great points in terms of, again, right? What is a growth mindset? Um, why is it so important? And then love the piece at the end where you, you know, gave specific um actionable steps that people can take from recognizing the moments where they can, you know, apply a growth mindset to asking themselves what they can improve on and then taking the action to consuming content um and you know being patient with it. So thank you very much again.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me, Sean. Happy to chat. Always a great conversation and wishing you all the best uh, with your podcast. Cheers. Take care. Bye.